Welcome, welcome to the second official episode of the Undialogue Podcast with myself, JP, and no one but me this time. <laughs> um, coming to you right now with an episode about none other than Kanye West. So, wanna get this clear right away this will not be me going on a rant or bashing Kanye I will basically be going over Kanye's history and what Kanye as an artist and a Chicagoan means to me my city hip hop culture and basically you know the world of people who actually see Kanye for who Kanye is and I what I mean by that is I mean Kanye is a great artist Kanye is a great producer a legendary producer living legend when it comes to music he's a musical genius living legend in my eyes and um like any human being Kanye's made some mistakes and done things he regrets and you know he he's a guy that he's willing to admit when he makes a mistake Uh, and that's been pretty evident throughout his history like he publicly whether it be Twitter or during an interview or even during a song Kanye always admits when he's wrong or when he feels he's wrong but um just like earlier today, a series of tweets, uh, but um, involving him saying that he's uh, done with politics and about to focus on creativity. We'll get back around to that later on, though. But for now, I want to start out by saying I'll start from the beginning as far as my thoughts of Kanye West. Okay, so. The first, the first time that I can recall hearing a Kanye song, hmm, what song was that? Uh, it definitely had to be about 2003. I was about 17 years old. Right now, <laughs> I'm 32 years old, so yeah, that was a while ago. Heard his song, Through the Wire. I remember thinking like, man, this dude's voice sounds kind of weird. Like he just, I don't know. Because anybody who knows, you know, the history of that song, you know, Kanye had an accident, a car accident. And, um, but he had his seatbelt on, fortunately. And he ended, but um, he got hurt. You know, to the point where uh, they had to wire his jaw shut. And so he still, you know, anybody who's ever had a broken jaw or familiar with broken jaws or whatever, you know, they wire your jaw shut so it can heal properly. And uh, Kanye, you know, and when it comes to the music, he's a workaholic. So he didn't want to take a break and still want to do his rap thing. He recorded the song through the wire, and I'm pretty sure 
even more songs. Uh, but yeah, that song blew up. And when you hear that song, his voice sounds kind of weird. Sounds kind of like that. That's because his jaw was wide short. Shut. I'm sorry. Anyway, so Kanye back then, um, Kanye he met Dame Dash. And um, he had these beats, you know, he used to, what we call, at the time, uh, soul beats. That, those are beats used in samples. And uh, samples of, like, old soul music or old, you know, lyrics or songs from, like, any time period, like, from the past, whether it be 80s, 70s, whatever. Kanye... He mastered that, you know, using the soul beats to create these beats for, uh, I guess, Dame, uh, discovered him, and brought him to Rockefeller. You know, Rockefeller was pretty popular at the time. And, uh, so Dame wanted to bring him in and sign him as a producer, but Kanye wanted to come in as a rapper. Also, so he presented the idea to Cameron and the diplomats that, um, yeah, I feel this dude's not the best rapper lyrically, but he makes these awesome, phenomenal beats. So, man, we can bring him in as a rapper and just have Dipset be on there and just, you know, it'd be Kanye West. Featuring the Rockefeller artists, you know, mainly Dipset, and they just helped carry him through because Dame didn't have confidence in Kanye's lyrical content or bars or whatever. So Kanye, he was determined to do his own thing, you know, so he still put together an album, whatever, and he ended up making beats for. Basically, Jay-Z ended up, Jay-Z ended up hearing Kanye's beats like, yeah, I gotta use this. And that led to Kanye producing a significant amount of beats on the Blueprint album. So I'm saying that's Jay-Z's best album. And that happened during his beef with Nas. And Kanye produced the beat for, some people don't even, probably don't even know that Kanye produced the beat when Jay-Z's infamous Nas diss takeover when he dissed Nas and Mob Deep and unpopular opinion alert I feel takeover is better than ether that's just my opinion I feel like people overrated ether just cause they were just it's like when somebody finally you know Nah, it's, it's as if hmm, if you see somebody knock Floyd Mayweather on his ass even though he gets back up it's like wow I think that was the type of reaction people had to knock either. but anyway back to Kanye so you know after he did a blueprint along with Jay producing on that 
I don't even think Kanye got rapper credits on Jay Z song "Bounce." He rapped on on Jay Z's album. But um, yeah, that that's how unknown at the time Kanye was as a rapper. But anyway, he he ended up earning Jay Z's respect as a rapper to go along with him already impressing him as a producer. And, you know, I saw Kanye tell the story about how uh, he said this line in front of Jay-Z, Jay-Z loved it. Man, they eat color bins as I push miracle whips. And he's like, oh, Jay-Z loved it. And you can see his face light up. You can tell, like, he just loved telling that story. Anyway, so further on down the line, okay, Kanye put together his first album, the classic College Dropout. That album, I don't think a lot of people realize like how that album impacted the game. Like it had a major impact. Like it it was a game changer. You know, for someone at the time when College Dropout came out that was the Jersey era the Jersey era was when everybody was just wearing NBA jerseys or NFL jerseys or Major League Baseball jerseys with the hats and jewelry and all that Kanye came along and uh, you know he's wearing just he was wearing backpacks and polos and button down shirts or whatever and the little jeans and you know he just can't he was just different and when you hear, heard the album for the first time you can tell like okay this is something different this is refreshing like he wasn't I mean he did his little stunt here and there and he talked about women and things of that nature like a lot of other rappers were but at the same time Kanye brought, you know, just being yourself and being authentic. It's like he kind of came along and made that cool. He talked about certain things that a lot of rappers weren't talking about. You know, insecurities and different things. Like, basically, y'all, you just, if you have never heard the college dropout, I don't know what rock living under or whatever but definitely check that album out straight up classic he produced he produced it wrote his own lyrics did his thing and um, yeah overall just a great album then he had the song Jesus Walks like you you know back then you know he made a song like he said you make a song about Jesus you're not being that on the radio that's on a rapper the song uh, All Falls Down it was originally uh, he sampled Lauren Hill's voice for the sample and it, you know it says when it all, all falls down Lauren Hill didn't give her permission to use it so he had this singer named Selena Johnson uh, sing those same lyrics and used her voice on there instead that's why when you hear him on a song say, Selena, you just like a seatbelt. 
a safe belt you saved my life this one or whatever he said that's why he gave her that shout out because Lauren Hill wouldn't allow him to use the original vocals but anyway so and also that video for that song you go back and look at it you see uh, Stacy Dash before she was in a sunken place you know <laughs> you see y'all looking all good and it, the videos from a first person perspective and perspective, <clears throat> perspective and He's listen to the lyrics and uh, you can see he's saying he's talking about a girl who's just going through the motions and basically programmed to do what the world wants her to do and you know just check that out that's vintage Kanye the old Kanye as he refers to himself as okay then after college dropout, Kanye solidified his spot as you know one of the top MCs in the game. When it comes to uh, a lot of people see this as a bad word when you mention rap or MC, but commercial commercially successful rapper, you know what I'm saying? Kanye definitely he rose to the top pretty quick in that top 10 and you know it was on the same at the same time Jay-Z was still at the top you had Nas still doing his thing then you uh you had 50 Cent rising up through the ranks through Shady Aftermath and it was a great time to be a fan of rap Time. Like you didn't have all these super popular mumble rappers. Like even if, even if you know the the lyrical content wasn't the greatest in the world, the most positive in the world, the, it, it was at least good quality music, like something you could listen to. Whether it be great production or people actually trying when it comes to lyrics like nowadays you get a lot of they call them mumble rappers but some of these dudes they, they, they're not even mumbling they just saying flat out bullshit so anyway so let's fast forward uh, Kanye drops late registration and then go past that we'll get to where the the two the two major events that made Kanye make a ridiculous amount of headlines that made a lot a lot of people who don't even listen to rap or the type of music Kanye makes or produces um, pay attention to him and uh, those two things were Kanye during a commercial or ad or whatever. It was him and Mike Myers, I believe. And uh, not Michael Myers from the fucking Halloween movies. Mike Myers that plays Austin Powers. Uh, uh, Kanye went off script and he said... George Bush 
don't like black people. <laughs> and, you, and that was on live TV. So you can only imagine how, you know, every, oh man, everybody was losing their shit. Like, oh my God, I can't believe he said that. That was everywhere. Everywhere. And this was back when we didn't have, you know, Twitter or a president who just took everybody's words and had to respond and, you know, get in, try to get into a beef with another celebrity. This, if Bush responded to shit, I don't know what the fuck Bush did, but yeah, that was pretty fucking major. So, fast forward, we have the other incident. This is the incident that I'll say A lot of people view Kanye as a villain. Um, this is what made a lot of people turn on Kanye when it comes to, you know, um, I'll say a lot of his white fans and a lot of fans, well, probably a lot of women or whatever. Black, black fans as well. You know? um, the the incident where Kanye got on stage while Taylor Swift was getting ready to accept an award for winning video of the year, I believe. And Kanye got up there. I'ma let you talk, but Beyonce had the best, one of the best videos of all time. Of all time. And, uh, <laughs> this is before everybody jumped on the whole Kanye, oh, he's mentally ill. That whole wave. This, you know, they, they just, everybody just viewed him as an asshole, arrogant, pompous, fucking piece of shit, basically. And a lot of people turned on Kanye after that. A lot of, uh, networks, they were cautious to the point they didn't really want him on their award ceremony shows or you know live events or anything Kanye you know that that did a lot of damage to his career at that point from what from what he says a lot of people stopped fucking with him and that like I said that's where it began where you see a lot of these people who never probably never even heard of Kanye album or probably never really heard an entire Kanye song they sit there and say oh Kanye shit is garbage or oh it's just trash oh fuck Kanye I can't stand dude they don't know shit about Kanye or his music just going off you know the bullshit you know word of mouth what they hear the negative shit they don't know about they don't know about the soul beats, the classic albums, the production he's done for a countless amount of great artists. Like this man, he's made some masterpiece level beats for not only rappers, but R&B singers, um, pop artists. Check his resume, like, for real, for real. 
of slander when it comes to disrespecting this man's legacy is quite ridiculous. I, you know, I, I just, I really hate discussing things or people with people who just, you know, are sheep and want to ride the wave of, you know, dissing somebody just because that's the cool thing to do. Now, disagreeing with somebody's point of view when it comes to certain things or reacting to them doing some bullshit, that's one thing, but to try to discredit them when it comes to what they're great at, that's an entirely different story. That's some hating shit, and I don't care what anybody says. Anyway, so, now, fast forward to the present day. Looking at everything Kanye right now and what he's done you know that has him in a negative light when it comes to the way people view him currently it reminds me of a quote that uh, Jay-Z said that's actually uh, it goes it's from the song, a song called So Appalled and Jay-Z says on there Dark night feeling. Die, be a hero, or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. And that pretty much, to me, describes what, you know, happened as far as Kanye. I mean, back then, the quote unquote old Kanye, we, everybody loved that Kanye. fucked up to say cause it's like before all of this shit that brought him heat in a negative way you know that was outside the, the outside things the things he said his actions that brought him all his criticism and heat if back then Kanye would have just made the couple of classic albums he made and just made, you know, continue to make those beats and do features and just stayed away from, you know, doing things that piss people off. Kanye would be, uh, he'd be in a much better place right now. Even though, I mean, he's a very, 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 very successful artist. He drops an album, that shit is going platinum no matter what. But he would have less people looking at him in a negative light and dissing the shit out of him and not appreciating the great artist that he is. He, that would be less haters, less people just not appreciating the man's greatness. And, but at the same time, I'm not going to say the man shouldn't speak his mind or that he should you know, water down who he is or dilute himself. Like, <laughs> uh, I mean, I appreciate the man speaking his mind at all times. But, I don't know, sometimes you need to just sit back and think about what's about to come out of your mouth. You know, when it, that can avoid a lot of bullshit. But, you know, okay, so basically, I know even if you are not a fan of rap, you need to 
never heard of Kanye. You know about recently him visiting the Oval Office and wearing the Make America Great Again hat, saying how he grew up admiring Donald Trump, hugged a man, said he loved him. And prior to that, a couple of months back, you know, he said his comment about slavery being a choice. And that pissed so many people off. And Kanye, oh, yeah, he just, um, he, some people don't understand, like, when you say certain things, you don't mean it in a literal sense. And especially being a rapper, you, you use a lot of, Comparisons and metaphors, and like what what you saying is not literally this or literally that. What he was saying, because he later on he clarified, uh, he elaborated on it. He said that uh, he meant people were being slaves to brands and money, and just basically not basically saying people were being sheep and you know slaves to material things and if you go back to college dropout you would see that he's been speaking like that when it comes to material things and, and just what the world of entertainment and what society has a program to value over what we really should Kanye's been speaking like that but um what he said could have been worded better and at the same time was taken out of context by media and by a lot of people who some of the people I believe they understood what he meant but at the same time a lot of people played dumb just to feed into bullshit and at the same time I feel like I said he should he could have worded what he said better so Back to this whole Trump thing. Uh, so that was in the media everywhere. And uh, man, I've seen some crazy comments. I've heard some people say some ridiculous things. You know, I, and as people, I've seen wish death on Kanye and his wife. Kim Kardashian and her entire family and I'm like it's not that serious like you these people you don't know these people at all they have at the end of the day no effect on any of our lives like if we completely ignore the media and the radio like you what effect do these people have on your life Life at the end of the day and if they do have any effect on you somehow, is it what are they doing that's so major that bothers you so much that you wish wish death on these people or just wish harm to these people? Like at the end of the day, these people are human beings and they're making money off entertainment, just like any other entertainment. And there's so many more fucked up people in the world that deserve the bullshit negative energy that these people receive and people are overlooking this shit 
the list goes on so fucking long, there's no point in me to get into it. But, um, so basically, anyway, Kanye, uh, after the whole backlash, uh, from the Oval Office meeting, he was pretty quiet about it. Trump didn't say much about it. Trump basically said something like, uh, yeah, because of Kanye, my uh, approval rating with the African-Americans, that's going to continue to increase. Like I said on the last episode of Undiluted last year, the, um, towards the end of the year, his approval rating amongst blacks was 19%. And now... Is at 36%. Now, after this whole Kanye thing, that was prior to the Oval Office meeting with Kanye. Now, I'm not sure what it is. I'm pretty sure either it's the same or whatever. Not sure. But, um, so today, earlier today, um, out of nowhere, Kanye released a post a series of tweets basically saying he feels his eyes are open now and he realizes that he's been used and he's done with politics and he's going to focus on being creative you know when it comes to his music and he uh he clarified that he had nothing to do with the Candace Owens Bless it. Bless it. Whatever it's called. I don't know how to pronounce this shit. If I fucked up the word, I fucked it up. Fuck the word. Cool. But I'll tell you what the meaning of the word is. Um, Candace Owens is... uh, Basically, she... That word describes getting blacks to exit the Democratic Party. She came with these shirts that she started selling, and now it turned, uh, it's she originally said that Kanye designed the shirts, and it turned out, you know, if Kanye was Kanye was telling the truth in those tweets, he said he did not design those shirts, and Candace pretty much lied on him. She used his name, and he's like, I have nothing to do with that, and. tweets he came out and said he supports gun control that makes sense and he supports basically a couple of things that man if you follow politics you know about this whole gun control thing how a lot of the a lot of republicans are against you know the banning of certain assault rifles and different weapons and Kanye basically you know he denounced you know his I guess denounced his political support of Donald Trump I don't know maybe people are putting words in his mouth but he didn't even mention Trump in those tweets actually but people assume that he was cutting ties with Trump and I don't know maybe that's the case maybe it's not but 
the reaction that he's receiving uh, the most I see is part of what's wrong with society today you see a lot of people like no still fuck him I don't care if you realize he's wrong or ha 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 look at this asshole huh he's just funny or you know they ain't give a fuck anyway so just whatever why I say those couple of things are what's wrong with society today because that's why a lot of people either are afraid to admit they're wrong or too stubborn to admit they're wrong about something because you always gonna have people that instead of appreciating you being mature enough to realize you're wrong and admit your mistake they're gonna throw the shit in your face or not be open to hearing your apology or your admittance that you're wrong like it, it, for a lot of people everything is just bullshit and entertainment and once they hear some real shit they don't want to hear that real shit they want to keep the entertaining bullshit going on and like don't even know I didn't agree with Kanye going in the Oval Office and basically kissing Trump's ass you know according to a lot of people or whatever or quote unquote cooning his behavior was kind of you know awkward and bizarre in my opinion but the message was a good message what he was saying basically you know let's approach dealing with people that we have an issue with let's approach it with love and understanding that's what he was saying and he was also saying he wants prison reform uh, more mental health facilities you know help for Chicago want to free uh, Larry Hoover because you know Larry Hoover started the Gangster Disciples the GDs but later on down the line he became a change man did a lot for the community ended up in jail still eventually with a couple of life sentences so Kanye wanted to get him pardoned because he's a changed man I honestly don't believe Donald Trump is going to give I don't think he's going to do any of the things that Kanye asked him for. And that might be part of why Kanye backed down on his whole, you know, trying to do the political thing. Uh, I think that might play a part in it. And I was just, I didn't comment on it too much at all. I was just sitting back waiting to see what the results are. Because that's the type of dude I am. I'll sit back and I'll wait. I'll see how things play out. Before I make a like concrete statement or something, cause I don't, you never know. I feel like everybody does everything they do for a reason, especially successful people. And yeah, I just 
it was so confusing. I just had to sit back and see how it plays out. And you had people saying, oh, Kanye did some shit that you people don't understand if you're not rich. He's just doing a businessman thing. And, you know, that's just how shit works sometimes. Or then you had the woke community saying shit like, oh, Kanye was in there doing all kind of Jedi mind trick bullshit. Whatever explanation they came up with. But, um, all of that was bullshit. Because now the man himself, you heard straight from the dragon's mouth that he realized he was being fucking used by politicians. And I'm glad he was able to come to that conclusion and realize that. And like I said, you'll, anybody who knows me, you know, I don't fuck with the left or the right. I don't fuck with Democrats or Republicans. All you people who want to be labeled as a Democrat or Republican or whatever the fuck, like that to me, honestly, you might get offended when I say this, but to me, that's some sheep shit. Straight up sheep shit. Fuck politics. All of them are fucking liars. All of them are doing bullshit. Even though Obama is a symbol. He'll always be a symbol of, you know, a hero, you know, amongst blacks, us blacks, and represent, you know, a symbol of hope. Like, man, you never would have thought that a, a black man would be president of this country, but it happened. But at the same time, if you really look and do your research or you form your own opinions, you understand. You know, that man was not the perfect president. And a lot of the things, I mean, you, oh, I'm, I'm getting off topic, but just do your own research, man. And have, keep an open mind. And you see for your damn self. Like, for real, our generation needs to stop being sheep. Do research. Think for your fucking self. Kanye I'm really hoping that you know cause a lot of people say oh man they write off anything out of the ordinary that this man says is just him being crazy or he oh yeah he needs to get help oh they and they don't know this man personally to be saying oh, keep saying like over and over again oh he hasn't been the same since his mom died that's why he's doing what he's doing acting the way he's acting I mean everybody I mean there's no time limit on mourning but I honestly don't believe this man has just completely slipped out and snapped and just can't get over that his mom passed and just doing and that just being an automatic reason for people trying to, you know, justify them not being able to handle disagreeing with his opinion. I mean, maybe that's just who the fuck he is. That's his thoughts. That's the way he feels about certain things. But, um, like I said, Kanye is 
phenomenal producer to this day. He has good the record label, good music. Uh, he has Pusha T, uh, Big Sean. He has uh, Tayana Taylor. And my boy Cy How the Prince from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Oh my God, y'all sleep on that man. One of the best MCs out right now doing it. You can check out his uh, album, No Dope on Sundays, came out last year. Great album, Kanye produced some of the tracks or whatever, and he featured on that. Like, great album, man. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping if Kanye does have mental issues, I'm hoping the man gets the help he needs and just Man, just stick to making music and stay out of stay out of this shit with these people. And if he truly wants to focus on Chicago and making Chicago a better city, like he says, because yeah, he just moved back here like what, about a month ago. And um, if he truly wants to do that, I hope he stays out of the spotlight for a minute after he drops his new album next month or whatever it is, and just help out this city be a better city like Chance is trying to do and um, you know I heard about Kanye uh, donated about $73,000 to Amara forgot her last name um, she, she's an activist she's running for mayor of the city of Chicago and uh, she seems like a pretty awesome woman and um, like I said I just hope Kanye gets back Focus on his family. Focus on making Chicago a better Chicago. And help out the world any way he can, you know? You, people need to get past the fact that, oh, it's cool to hate this man just because he speaks his mind or sometimes he comes off as arrogant. But at the end of the day, you know, a lot of our generation... There is not too found of people who are very, very confident to begin with. You know, you look at, like, imagine if Muhammad Ali got popular in this era. And he's saying things like, uh, you know, like Ali talked a lot of shit, man. A lot of shit. And he said something like, um, I said I was great before I ever knew I was and that's, conf- that's confidence that's having faith in yourself believing in yourself and our, our generation really doesn't like to hear people boast about too much confidence they, they will tear your ass down I've seen it firsthand. I've experienced people trying to get me to kind of tone down on being confident in something when it comes to something about myself. And we've all dealt with that shit in some form. And it's bullshit. A lot of people just want you to be regular or average or not be super confident because that's what they're content with. Mediocre shit. They want to be in the comfort zone for the rest of their fucking life. They want to settle for some bullshit and they want you to do it too. 
therefore they don't want they, 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 if they see you got a dream or some major goal and you sitting there coming up with the plan and you telling them oh yeah I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that you actually coming with a fucking plan and not just talking out of your ass and saying oh next year I'm gonna do this or procrastinating bullshit you're actually coming with a plan and showing through your actions that you wish for a goal and doing things to get towards your dream you out here grinding you gotta keep you gotta take note of the people who just ignoring that and going out of their way to not give a fuck about what you're doing to better yourself trust me I know you've seen this quote Take note of the people who not clapping for you when you win. Because that shit is real. It'll be the motherfucker that's close as hell to you. And you said that just because you love them, you completely overlook that shit. Keep your eyes open. Keep your ears open too. But back to Kanye. <laughs> I see that um after the Oval Office incident, Charlemagne God counseled his meeting with Kanye. I mean, his meeting to do a interview with him, and he says because you know I don't know what's going on. I know that brother has some issues going on right now, and I don't want that this Trump bullshit to take away from what I'm trying to get going on with my mental health but shook ones or whatever the case and I feel like Charlemagne took the right approach to this situation he didn't jump the gun judge the man or try to exploit the controversy that him going to the Oval Office and being buddies with Trump you know he he didn't jump on that that shows a lot of maturity he would have got shit hella views hella plays off that but he's like nah I'm good on that um I don't know at the end of the day I just felt as a Chicagoan I felt kinda obligated to just you know especially with me being someone that has a lot of friends in different parts of this country like New York Texas, Cali, fucking all over. I even got a homie from Utah. Shit, uh, what the fuck is in Utah? Fucking jazz. Um, felt kind of obligated as a Chicago and let people know like this dude is not a bad guy. And he's he's he has a really good heart in his mind and his heart in the right place. He just Sometimes the shit he says that it just doesn't come out right, or sometimes his words get twisted, or sometimes it's taken out of context. But um, we uh, now we wait to see how Donald Trump responds to this shit. I'm pretty sure he's about to send out a tweet talking shit, or who knows? Maybe they talk about it behind the scenes already. What I have to say is, in closing, 
give Kanye a chance and don't be so hard on the guy. Because at the end of the day, look at the positives about the man. Like, no matter how you feel about Kim Kardashian, this man went, made an honest woman out of her, married her, started a family with her. You know, he, to my knowledge, um, donates to charities. He went over, he been over in Africa doing things for people over there, including the kids. Um, he brought, like I said, brought a, a huge breath of fresh air to the hip-hop culture, man. He's one of the guys who made it cool to be yourself and stop it, it, you know, help break down that stereotype that you gotta be a gangster or a gang banger or whatever to be a rapper. Like this is just he just came out like I'm a regular dude just like you, woman. Just a regular guy. The man is into art. You know what I'm saying? Into fashion. Not he didn't come up in Chicago as some game banging dude. He was a normal guy, like me or you, and still is right now. And he's a human being at the end of the day. So those are my thoughts on this entire Kanye West thing. Um thanks for listening. If you have any ideas or give me any type of feedback when it comes to this, I mean, shit, just hit me up on Facebook or wherever. Let me know how you feel. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know. Because I'm not saying I disagree with everybody or they not entitled to their opinion when it comes to this. Because it might have felt like a huge slap in the face to you to even see this man wearing that MAGA hat. Make America great again. Cause you think about it, it's like make America great again. Um, someone might say, "Shit, when the fuck was he great for blacks?" You know, coming from we had slavery, we had the Jim Crow, we had the syphilis experiments. Uh, Black Wall Street, all the all these heinous crimes. Well, they weren't even crimes. The things, these those things I named, they were shit legal at the time. So, <laughs> like I said, that that hat in itself and that slogan in itself, they are slaps in the faces to plenty of black people and I can understand the outrage when it comes to seeing this successful black man wearing his hat and then you getting in there you know he's in there hugging and telling a guy who said there's fine people amongst neo-nazis you know he's he's saying we gotta make him look good and all this and that that's a slap in the face to a lot of blacks, a lot of Jewish people, 
and minorities in general, general, Mexican, Muslim, whatever the case. And people need to stop overlooking the fact that Donald Trump has said and done some pretty horrible fucking things, man. And I'll never understand why a lot of people choose to overlook that and just say bullshit. But I'm like, I'm sure. Fuck that. <laughs> After this, I'm not giving that any of my energy. I, someone once told me, like, why worry about things you cannot change? And that's something we cannot change. We can't change who the fuck Donald Trump is. We can't change who Kanye West is. And if, if Donald Trump someday did, end up getting impeached because of all the bullshit he says and does then we end up with white Pence. and that's like the old fucking saying jumping out of the fire into the pen or the pen into the fire or whatever the fuck how you say it and I'm just keeping it one situation this is a motherfucker who <sighs> oh, oh god Jesus just research, just look up some old Pence quotes. Motherfucker believe homosexuality is a mental disease and suggested shock therapy would help cure it. Like, dude, you sound like a fucking science fiction horror film villain or some shit. So, anyway. Just, dude, just... <laughs> man. I hope Kanye goes back to making great music and does what's best for him, himself, his family in Chicago. And I hope that you guys, you know, view this man with more of an open mind and see where he's coming from in certain things. I mean, his behavior, like I said, might upset people, but his mind and heart was in the right place. I don't, I don't think that man means anybody harm. So, thank you for listening, people. This is the random episode two, titled Kanye West. Um, soon, I'm going to be doing an episode called Bars, Basic Bars of Bullshit. And like I explained to a couple of my homies in uh, basically, what we're going to do is have a couple of people be featured and uh, we'll email the text or inbox or whatever the case, random lyrics to them and they won't know who the actual artist is and they'll acapella try to rap the lyrics and then, you know, to the best of their ability, rap the lyrics and then after that, they rate it bars, which is good, basic bars, which is, nah, that's cool, it's alright, or bullshit, which is self-explanatory, bullshit means bullshit, the shit was trash, shit was garbage, you know, so, if you want to participate in bars, basic bars of bullshit, just hit me up, let me know, trying to get that done soon, and we also, I know we were supposed to on the first episode. Uh, Mike, Kendra, and I 
we were supposed to discuss Halloween, Haunting of Hill House, and uh, Daredevil Season 3. Also, wanted to squeeze Castlevania in there, but that was a change of plans. So now, on the official episode 3, we'll be discussing Haunting of Hill House. thinking about doing Sabrina in there, the new Sabrina show on Netflix, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, that shit turned out to be pretty decent, pretty good, Chicago lingo, decent, that means good, by the way, but, uh, yeah, and also, uh, what else, yeah, season three of Daredevil, we might just exile Halloween, but now, it's been a couple of weeks, and that, you don't see pretty, too many people talking about the movie anymore, but we can't discuss it. If that's what you want to hear, shit, feel free to throw us suggestions. Man, you can inbox me or hit me up in a comment, or you can hit up Mike Simmons or whatever, let him know, or you can email us at undiludedpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, so that's it for now thanks for listening thanks for the plays Um, we're on Spotify now we'll be on Apple Podcasts very soon Uh, please subscribe and listen whenever you can hit that play button but till then like I said last time to the next episode people Adiós.